At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Wednesday edition of Big Bets here on Visa Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. And Amal going to have another good show today on this yeah. Wednesday. Of course, going to have our regulars on Wednesday. Steve Mackinnon looking ahead to the NFL slate this weekend. Also some college football. And JVT Jonathan Von Tobel is going to join us in hour number two. Talk all things NBA. What a wild game last night between the Lakers and the Celtics. And by the way, after all that, you know what they did? Kissed their sister. Because if you're laying the four... In the seas, yeah, you got a tie. If you were taking the four in the Lakers, you get a tie. But the way that we got there was wild. Celtics were up, what, 20 in the first half? and 20 in the third quarter. I went to bed 20, when they yeah. were like up 20. And then they were, da- <laughs> then they were down yeah. 13 with 420 to go, I believe. And somehow forced so, overtime. Yeah. And you guys talk about this all the time. And, again, we give this out as for uh, the Visa Pro subscribers. Those wild swings in the NBA games – that's where you can really capitalize on the market if you're in play betting, right? But again, if you're kind of just you bet a pre flop, go to bed, like someone's gonna do in the East Coast, I understand you're gonna wake up and go, oh, it was just a push. But you could have had so many different sides there as the night went on if you realized that it was gonna bounce back and forth like that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, fantastic game. Jason Tatum with a big time shot. And then after he hits the shot, you hear Reggie Miller say, if I'm LeBron, I come right back at him. As soon as I saw him dribbling that ball with about eight seconds, I knew LeBrick was going up. <laughs> and it absolutely was a cinder block that got thrown up. Anthony Davis missed an opportunity to ice the game. Two free throws. Yep. Misses them both. I mean, come on. If he makes one out of two, I believe the Lakers win that basketball game. Uh, big loss, especially with the Lakers trending in the right direction for them in a rivalry game against Boston. But Jason Tatum, to me right now, looking like the clear-cut front runner for the NBA MVP. Wow. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you this also. It was comical because they were getting blown out by halftime. And Charles Barkley on TNT, of course, says, you know, well, what about the first half You know, uh, summation? He goes, the Lakers suck. <laughs> they, they, they sucked yesterday. They sucked today. We got to show them it's a national conspiracy. And it was, pre- it was pretty funny. To hear him, and of course, when we have JVT on in, in hour number two, I'm going to ask him about the Lakers because it does feel like a rite of passage that we always keep waiting on the Lakers and what they're going to do with this big two and whether or not anybody else in that roster can help them out. You know, Anthony Davis, I don't know it's whether he's injury prone. I heard his agent, Rich Paul, come out and say, oh, I don't say he's injury prone. Well, you know what? The guy doesn't play more than 55 games a year. I mean, he's missing almost a third of the season, it seems like, annually. He, to me, should be the best player in the world, with all due respect to Giannis, who yeah. I love. When you look at AD's talent, this guy, I think a lot of people like myself included, believe he should have been the best player for about five years by now. But they just can't seem to put it together consistently. Uh, You know, LeBron, I have to tell you, 
for me, the comparisons between Jordan and Arnie, it's a joke. Yeah. Anybody that's watched both know who it is. It's Jordan. Mm-hmm. But LeBron has the physical ability to be, should have been the greatest ever. And in my opinion, he doesn't go to the basket enough. Why are you taking a 22-foot jump shot in a tie basketball game? Go to the basket. Yeah, I mean, that's it's your a, strength. That's, that's you're, what you do you're a bowling ball going yep. down the lane. Nobody's stopping you. We've had the, uh, It's been the same conversation for 15 years now with yeah. him, man. It's, it, it's to win it's the game. Inc- it's incredible. It's exactly. yeah. I, I think the only, the only thing I'll give him a little bit more leeway with nowadays is at least he's getting older, and it makes a little bit more sense. He used to kill me when he was doing that with the heat and yeah, stuff right. like that. Well, he was a minus $5 favorite in my book to brick that shot at the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was no shot that was going. And I, I looked at it, I go, come on, this is the shot you take? And they are They are seemingly, past couple days, I've been seeing reports, it's every day, multiple reports of trade offers. They're right? trying, they are trying to do something with this team. And the West is very wide open right now. You could definitely say that. But, man, I got, I got no trust in this team whatsoever. Well, they're a 12 seed right now. So, we'll talk to JVT about the West as a whole, too, and see if the Lakers can do anything on the trade front to improve this roster. But right now, they're a non-playoff team, as Kelly said, in a, in a uh, division that's wide open, in a conference that's wide open. And they, they right now they're on the outside looking in, 11 and 15. Yeah, absolutely right. And by the way, real quick, I want to throw in a quick bad beat. A friend of mine texted me yesterday. I think it was like over 24 or 25 points on Steph. Uh-oh. He had 20 points after three. And they didn't play in the fourth quarter because they were absolutely getting boat raced like they do usually on the road this year. Oh man, how about that? <laughs> That's rough. He, I know. I know. Reed Fowler. He, he tweeted at me. Reed, Reed has been on the network plenty of times. He tweeted at me. He had over twenty six and a half uh, points for Zion. Zion in foul trouble the whole night. If you want. Watch, I had a bet on that game of Pelicans. That that did not work out. They they made four four threes. I think they were four for twenty seven. Wow! Uh, from downtown, Zion in foul trouble the whole night. When he was on the court, he was getting anything he wanted. That is a guy that if he can stay healthy, well, I I don't. I, I'm going to mumble the MVP words, Ooh. but he's in that race. He is well, he, he could be in right the race, now. but right now it's Jason Tatum's to lose. Tatum's an incredible player. Yeah. But yeah. the one thing I would point to that I love about the Pelicans is C.J. McCollum. As France already scores oh one my goodness. I was going right after we were going to transition from the NBA to the World Cup, and then the World Cup just takes center stage. Here we go, the fifth minute, and France is already on the board uh, in, in this uh, semifinal matchup here. So, boy, Amal, it didn't take long. I asked you right before we came on, like, yeah. would this be France all day, every day? You still think that this will be competitive here, but when you get this early strike like France has here uh, in this fifth minute, how do you recoup now? It's going to be more difficult, and it really changes how Morocco approaches it uh, because it takes them out of their game plan. I think it makes it much more uh, challenging for them. Um, I, I tell you what, it was just an wow. absolute I – don't, I don't know. I didn't see it. What a goal by Hernandez. I well, mean, you get that left leg up and oh, somehow gosh. bat that ball in. I'd tear something. Yeah, I was going to say, Kelly, <laughs> I, that, that kind of pains me just watching to get my leg that high because for those that can't see – the leg is almost up to his head level. I can't touch my toes. And that's why these are some of the greatest athletes in the world playing on the world's greatest soccer stage. It, it really, like the goal itself won't be seen as a thing of necessarily beauty, but the degree of difficulty right. was a 10 out of 10 in terms of it. He's a right-footed kick, a right-footed guy, uh, kicks it in with his left foot probably about chest high. Whew. I mean, it, it was just an unbelievable play to get that goal. And by the way, Dave, on the replay, he had a very short side to the goalie there. It wasn't like he went to the uh, to the left of the goaltender. He was to the right of the goalie, and he just goes short side, probably had about a foot, foot and a half, and he gets it through. To do that all in one uh, fell swoop is pretty impressive. So France takes that lead. They were minus $1.80 here to beat Morocco. Morocco was 6-1 to one before. Those numbers are going to go up dramatically now. Uh, the total 2.5 uh, under uh, juice to minus 150, the over plus $1.20. You know, we, we do talk about this. We talked about it yesterday, too, with the, the matches going on while we're doing our show here. Uh, as the numbers change, Jamal, what are you looking for from an in-game perspective, if anything at all, uh, that might say, all right, now the value's there? Because you nailed it yesterday with those two early goals by Argentina, yeah. and you gave out under three and a half, and the it, it hit at three. So your play, your play worked. Will you be looking for a similar situation here? Well, no, because I'm already in peril. I've got under two and a half goals, and I already paid a steep price on this one at minus 150. Now, I probably may end up coming back at this one at three and a half under minus 180 because I don't think it goes over. Okay. But 180 is a large price. The, the play I think that's probably better at this point in time is France minus a goal and a half minus a quarter. Um, and you mentioned it, Dave, the 6-1 to one before the match for Morocco right now sitting at 10-1, to one, mm-hmm. the draw plus 375, and France minus 475. 
Um, again, in the totals right now, three and a half over plus 150, under three and a half minus 180. And I just think that um, that's a good price. I'm looking at DraftKings. They got under three and a half minus 215. Well, because the reality is I, Morocco defends extremely well. They give up the goal, but I, I don't see this one getting away the way the Argentinian game did yesterday. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a bit of a challenge here. The question is, can you keep up with the speed and the pace of Mbappe on the wing? If you can slow him down, I think they've got a great shot. But it, it's, this reminds me of one of those underdogs. You go on the road, and you fall behind very quickly yeah. in the game. And then the question is, can you recover? And I think that's going to be a real challenge for Morocco in this matchup. Especially with a team, right, that, that had not allowed a goal coming into this, right? One own goal? Correct. Yeah, one yeah, own uh, goal. Yes. So who knows how that affects their entire game plan. If you look at laying that one and a half goals with France over DraftKings, minus 130, hmm. if you wanted to get in on that. Because I, I look at it now and I go, okay, if you're France, does this change anything for you? Or now you, you've got to no. kind of have house money here with that that early goal. And I, you're like, hey, now we, we don't have to go into a defensive cocoon. Yeah, no, no, they're not going to do that. And great question, Dave, because I think the longer the game went on, the pressure mounted on France. Right. Uh, but now, because what you get concerned with, and they talked about it with Croatia yesterday, there's a, te- there's a team that's had success in penalty kicks, wanted to get to PKs to be able to find a way through. France, it, the later it goes, the tighter you become. You're the defending champions. You're one match away from putting yourself in a position to potentially repeat. And so fast start here, great start for Didier Deschamps' side and we'll see if they can uh, hold on to this lead. Uh, I am not much of a World Cup historian. I know that you know much more about the uh, the history of it. I will say it's been really entertaining having this on during the last couple of weeks of our yeah. shows because it's right as we're going on. But if France were to embark on back-to-back World Cups, mm-hmm. how historic would that be? be great. I, I'm trying to think the last team was that uh, Brazil in uh, – I know in Uruguay did it in 34 and 38. Brazil's done it, in, uh, and I think uh, Germany – was seventy four seventy eight? But if we're I'm not talking, mistaken. we're talking decades. But, this is yeah. this is not something that we're, we're going to see with great frequency. Um, yeah, no, you're in, no, no, no. It's infrequent. I mean, look, right. to be the best in the world in back to back times, it's very difficult. And uh, wow, great shot by Morocco, and just a tremendous save by Hugo Lloris. Almost the equalizer right there. So Morocco getting kind of back in the swing of things here with a really good opportunity there, but it does go awry. So we're now in the tenth minute there. Uh, Kelly and Amal keep you abreast of the changing numbers as this match progresses. But right now, France in a great spot here with that early goal here. And again, if you're Argentina, I mean, you want Morocco, right? I mean, let's let's be honest. Oh, they're always going to say, well, it doesn't matter. We're in the final. You want to play Morocco. You don't want to play France, right? I would agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, there's just certain matchups that are better for you, and playing Morocco is a better one for Argentina than it is against playing France. France right now has the best player in the world. Yeah. I mean, Olivier Giroud, what is he, 36? He's been playing tremendously well. And the experience, the talent, I'm with you uh, there, Dave. You absolutely want to play uh, Morocco if you're Argentina. Very quickly, the golden boot, is that something that's on Mbappe's mind, or is it really no? It's about win, and then if if it happens to come along with it, that's great. 100% what you just said. Okay, so that's what we're going to keep an eye on there. So, again, for those – uh, that might have uh, gotten into that golden boot market. We'll keep you updated there. But Mbappe right now uh, does have five goals. Messi has four. Uh, Giroud right there with four as well. So we'll keep it updated as that match progresses. But when we come back, talk about a lot of other things going on, certainly in the NFL, as those divisional races do tighten up and see if there's any value out there still in the market. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. v Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on v the sports betting network. College Bowl season is about to kick off, and VEASAN has you covered with this year's College Football Bowl Guide. This year's guide has picks on the spread and total of every single bowl game from experts, including our own Brent Musburger. Steve Mackin's got power rankings. He's going to join us later on this hour for every team and breaks down the motivational factors that affect the bowl games. Josh Applebaum is going to give you insight into bowl betting strategy. Adam Burke's going to get, help give you an advantage if you're part of bowl confidence picks. So give yourself an edge. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe to check out the College Football Bowl Betting Guide. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Back alongside of all, Shaw, Dave Ross here. We roll on in this Wednesday edition of Big Bets. And right now, still 1-0. France with that early tally in the 16th minute here. So, Amal Shaw, maybe Morocco, that they had a good opportunity to tie this thing up. Maybe they're gotten, starting to get in the groove here after the giving up that quick lightning, uh, quick goal. Yeah, an absolute laser from about 25 yards out from the right side of Hugo Lloris, bending towards his left. He makes a tremendous one-handed save, pushes it out. Uh, but... You know, Dave, I I don't know how many great opportunities they're going to get in this matchup, even though Dallin Cuff yesterday had a great point. He said France has not played well defensively for a a team of their caliber and where they're at. You generally expect them to have a lot more clean sheets than they've had so far, but I think they know their offense is so far superior to anybody else in this tournament that there's just no fear factor for them from what their defensive deficiencies may be. And I mentioned uh, in the earlier segment here, the golden boot is actually tied right now in goals with Mbappe uh, and and Messi right now after Messi got that uh, penalty kick yesterday to knot that up at five goals apiece in this tournament. So we'll keep you abreast of the situation as it changes over there in uh, Qatar. Now let's get back to some news and notes very quickly in Major League Baseball. I felt like the last big fish to fry on the free agent market was Carlos Correa. Well, he got paid $13 million dollars. Uh, 13 years, rather, $350 million. It's a record-long deal that's the richest ever for the position, uh, and he's going to be going to the San Francisco Giants now. When you look at Correa in San Fran, obviously Judge was the biggest fish. He goes back to New York and signs with the Yankees. Does this put them uh, – they're not on the Dodgers level, but the Dodgers did have some uh, defactions this year, certainly with uh, Trey Turner leaving to go back to the Philadelphia Phillies. Are the Dodgers weak enough that we could look at the Giants and say – all right, they're at least getting closer and closer to the top of the NL West? Uh, no. No. Uh, by the way, real quick, Olivier Giroud just hits the outside of the left post oh. on a laser strike. Um, first of all, you lose Rodon probably in free agency. looks like he's going to potentially wind up in New York. would be a huge, huge benefit for the Yankees mm-hmm. pitching staff. Uh, I have a lot of questions about the middle of the bullpen, the offense for the Giants. Nobody was hitting the baseball last year. I'm not a big fan of this signing uh, because now you're going to obviously get rid of Brandon Crawford, who had a terrible year hitting the baseball, but I love him defensively in terms of what he's been able to do. He's been tremendous gold gold glove caliber second baseman in terms of turning the DP. Uh, I I think it's a terrible signing. Really? Yeah. I I don't know what Carlos Correa does for you for 13 years and $350 million. I mean, why don't you just make it 26 years? It doesn't really make a difference (laughs) at this point in time. I'm not signing that guy for that long. He is not a – Carlos Correa, to me, you look at his postseason stats, he's about a 260 World Series hitter. He's just not a guy that's going to carry you. You need a lot of other pieces around him. And it goes to show you in Houston, they replaced him with Pena. Pena wins the LCS in the World Series MVP. Right? They did. They replaced him fine. They're not looking for him back in H-Town. I, I thought maybe the New York teams, the Yankees or the Mets, 
would be in play for Correa. Maybe that would have a bigger impact in the futures market. But the Giants really, do, it's just not going to change the balance of power. It's still going to be the Padres and the Dodgers. You know, I've been critical of the Yankees in the past for their signings, but I thought they've done a prudent job over the last half a dozen years with mm-hmm. only getting certain guys that could be real game changers. Judge, potentially. Uh, I still don't like the signing based on his age and the season he had. I don't think he's going to be able to duplicate that. The length of the contract for Garrett Cole. However, these are all both frontline guys. When I look at Carlos Correa, I don't sit there and say top 10 player in baseball. I don't know. Maybe you do. No, but I don't. Yeah. I, I'm right there with you. I was just surprised at the uh, the amount of years it gave him as well, uh, certainly for that money. And look, this is the market. We understand that's the, what the mar- marketplace dictates now. But boy, did he ever get paid that one year in Minnesota after leaving H-Town I, I guess betting on himself worked out for Carlos Correa. Let's see if it works out long-term for the Giants. But I'm kind of with you. I don't think it changes really the balance of power there in the West. But maybe they're a little bit more intrigued with the G-Men this year. Yeah. Let me tell you, Carlos Correa does not sell one extra ticket. Right? I mean, you bring in, would they bring in Mitch Hanniger as well? I mean, <laughs> my God. Yeah. The, 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 the phones are ringing off the hook uh, for ticket sales over there. <laughs> yeah. I, I Look, let's see if it works out for him, but I'm kind of in the boat with you, Amal. It does not. If, if he had gone to a team that had already had uh, established pieces, then maybe you could say, like, let's say he went to the Dodgers now that they lose Trey Turner, right? Yeah. Then you could say, all right, well, that one makes sense. This one feels a little bit like. I mean, would they look in a couple of years and say, maybe we'll move Correa and somebody else takes that contract if he doesn't really change the balance of power uh, in the NLS? What is it for 350? 350 for 13 years. Richest ever in the history of the shortstop position. Not Noma, not A-Rod, not Jeets. Carlos Correa is the highest-paid shortstop in the history well, of Major League Baseball. Well, Nomar still made a horrific decision turning down the deal that Boston yeah. offered him, and he never got to that kind of money. But... Um, I don't know. I, I just, you know, it was funny. I thought the Astros made such a prudent move in allowing Correa to walk away mm-hmm. from that nucleus of Bregman, him and um, Altuve, along with Jordan Alvarez. I said, this is a team that they know what they're doing in terms of their evaluation of their own players. And which guy to keep and which guys to let Absolutely. Walk. Yeah, and, and it certainly it, it worked out. Look, Correa, congratulations, you got paid. Let's see if it works out long-term for the club as well as the player. Uh, speaking of players, not news that I wanted to hear because I told you the game that I liked the most on the board this week was in the NFL. Eagles at Chicago. Mm-hmm. Bears catching nine. Yep. Bears coming off a bye week. Bears getting healthier. And then the news today really upsets yours truly. And you can see why the, the market now is adjusting nine up to nine and a half. Because the news is Justin Fields is sick. Not going to practice today. He's day to day, aren't we all? So – I'm banking on Justin Fields playing, utilizing that that run game that the Bears have, which is very, very effective, against the one weakness the Eagles have. But if you take Justin Fields out of this game, they have no chance. If he's officially ruled out, where do you think this number goes? 12? 13? I mean, it, it changed the dynamic for this Bears offense. Oh, man. I mean, they have no chance at all if, if Justin Fields can't go. And again, we're not saying that he's out. What we're saying is, he did not practice today. He is sick, according to the head coach, and he's day-to-day. Yeah, a couple reports I read uh, made it sound like he'll be fine by fine on Sunday is what they're thinking. But, yes, sick and not practicing, Dave. I, I tell you what, if you're the Bears, you don't want to win another game. You got the number two pick behind Houston who's got that number one pick wrapped up. I think they're probably going to go with potentially Bryce Young, maybe C.J. Stroud, one of those two guys. But if I'm the Chicago Bears – I am taking number 31 out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Let me tell you right now, the Bears should be fined if they wait the full 10 minutes. That pick should be in (laughs) by the time. Will Anderson. CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, we're not sure. Will Anderson, Alabama. (laughs) That's it. It, it, It's a pick. It's made. Let's move on to the pick number three in the draft. I said it when they drafted Roquan Smith. I was Mm -hmm. like, this is the perfect pick for the Bears. Now, look, it didn't work out with Roquan for whatever reason, but the the player worked in the city. Right. It just, for maybe the coaching changes and all those things they've had there. Boy, it does feel like that'd be the right way to go. As somebody that's got the Cowboys here at 7-1, and I do not want to hear tank Bears don't win another game. I need you to show up against the Eagles this weekend and put up a fight. They're not going to beat the Eagles, though. I think if Justin Fields plays and they're actually playing to win the football game, hello, you play to win the game. If they play to win the game and Fields goes, they have, I think, a, a legit upset potential shot here. I don't believe you would think that if it didn't involve the fact that you need the Eagles to lose for your Cowboys. I, I, I agree. 
And the, are you saying that I'm trying to will this to happen? Yes, yeah. you're trying yeah, to absolutely. will it. I'm trying to will yes. it to happen. But I really do think that if Fields plays, he is the ultimate quarterback in this league that can frustrate that type of defense. I, I don't disagree with you. The problem is the Bears' defense is a car wash. They let everybody through. They do. They're deep. Right. How, how are they going to stop the Eagles? The only way that they're going to be in this ballgame is fight fire with fire. And if one, that's the fire. If he can't go, Justin Fields, there's no fire coming from that Bears offense, and this will be a blowout. So I'm with you. It's the X factor of Justin Fields, to me, that makes this an in- intriguing ballgame. If he does not go, this line has to go. It will be in double digits. And to me, that's a layable situation up to 12 points if I'm back in the Eagles, yeah, if Justin Fields is out. I would agree with you. And by the way, it says illness for him today. I don't know what really constitutes illness. I mean, is that flu? Is it right. COVID? What, what is the situation? There, there's a variety of things that – his tummy just might hurt. <laughs> Let's hope that's all it is, boys, from, from my perspective. Because, again, that's not the news I wanted to hear in a game I was earmarking all week to look at and go, okay, coming off a bye, as healthy as you're going to be, two weeks to game plan for the Eagles, you know what their deficiencies are, you know what your strengths are, Matt Eberflus, your strengths are running the football. What are the Eagles, that, that's the one Achilles heel they have, stopping the run up the middle, right? So this looked like the perfect possibility for a potential upset, at least stay inside the number nine. And now the number's up to nine and a half with the news today that Justin Fields is sick. Yeah, I've just been doing a bunch of research about the other way because I, I think a ball's right here. This is a – we're going to talk some NFL draft later in the show, but yeah. this, this is a race right now for that number two spot because you got the Texans kind of clear with only one win, and then it's Broncos-Bears each with three wins apiece. Right now, Broncos have – uh, would win out on that tie to get the second uh, second pick. But a reminder, that goes to Seattle as part of the Russell Wilson trade. So, uh, yeah, the hey, the Bears need to lose, Dave. I'd, uh, I'd hate to say it, but they really need to lose. Lock in that Will Anderson at number two. You know what? You got a new GM and new head coach. They might be on board with tanking for Will for the rest of the way. I, I Actually, that does make sense long term. Not for me, short term. Come on back, Steve Mackin next here on VC. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And welcome back. This segment of VSIN Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction that you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made up with six simple ingredients, is completely tobacco leaf free, plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's ZYN.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is a, an addictive chemical. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. Still 1-0 right now. France in the 31st minute uh, right now. Is this match starting to settle in a little bit here? Yeah, it is. And uh, I'll tell you one thing I was just thinking about. I saw, saw Morocco on an opportunity to go forward here uh end up with an offsides. But, Dave, i tell you one thing to pay attention to in the World Cup final mm-hmm. on Sunday. I think in situations where um, you're on a break, I think guys are going to be willing to take a yellow card because it doesn't matter, right? right? Like, what, what difference does it make? You, unless you get two yellow cards in the match and you get disqualified with the red card, that why, yellow why card— give out the potential goal? Exactly, mm, yeah. right? I mean, in this one, you are concerned if you're already on a yellow that you might have to sit out the next match with the uh, mm-hmm. accumulative amount. I, I don't know if it's two or three that they have here in terms of the uh, World Cup, but— I think that's something that's very important in terms of a potential bet because they have total number of cards. Yeah. I would potentially look at the over just to see maybe that's a possibility in the World Cup final. All right. So uh, keep that in mind, too, as this match progresses here now into the 32nd minute. Let's bring in our VEASAN editor, Steve McAdin. You can follow him, as I do, on Twitter, at Steve McAdin. Uh We're going to discuss some of those best and worst bowl game uh, team trends that you see going into these bowls, Steve. And, and first of all, uh, you know, you, you, we – Amal and I talk about it every single day now, Steve, you have to. You're watching to see which guys are in, which guys are out, who's going to the portal, uh, you know, which quarterbacks are going to play. How do you gauge that, Steve? And I know that you, you put in a tremendous amount of work here getting you ready for bowl season with some of those factors that are hard to quantify until you get closer and closer to those, those actual games. Well, I tell you what, Dave, there's nothing more important in bowl season, if you ask me. Now, sometimes you're thrown for a loop by some of this stuff. You get a news saying Grayson – McCall with Coastal Carolina is entering the transfer portal. You immediately think he's, oh, no, they're going to be done without uh, him. They were horrible without him in the regular season. And then you find out a little bit later that he is going to play in the bowl game. So uh, it's that kind of confusion. You need to keep up with the newswires. 
I want to go back to something you just mentioned a second ago. You said bowl season is the most important, or what, what did you say exactly? I said there's nothing more important than following that that information that's okay, coming up every okay. day. Yeah, no, I would agree with you, and I think it's really key in terms of how you look at these matchups because take a look at the game we have here in Las Vegas coming up on Saturday between Oregon State and Florida, Steve. Dave, you look at it, no Anthony Richardson for the Gators. That is a huge uh, blow to this offense. Uh, we saw Kitna get suspended and arrested, mm-hmm. and then you've got uh, now um, the kid who transferred from Ohio State. He's going to be the starter there in terms of let's see what he can do for this team. And they're John, getting 10 right now. Jack against, Miller, sorry. Jack Drew, Miller, right. Yeah. They're getting 10 against Oregon State right now. Yeah, and so Miller's never made a start. His first start is going to be in the Las Vegas Bowl. How effective can he be remains to be seen. Yeah, I tell you what, in that particular bowl game, you got a, you got a pair of teams that couldn't be a li- any more different about yeah. how they looked at their seasons either. I mean, Oregon State had a great, tremendous season beating expectations. Florida, not a 6-6 six and six season again. Again, you got guys bailing for the bowl game. How could they possibly be excited about this matchup? Yeah, Steve, I'm with you. And before we go into, I, I do want to get into some specifics of games that are going to start this week here as bowl week does crank up beginning on Friday. But you do have kind of a best and a worst scenario here when you just look at bowl trends. What really stood out to you in this research for for which teams might be applicable here going into the bowl season? Well, I think the I think the most important thing as you look at the wor- best and worst teams performing in bowl games, you want to look at what's the coaching situation. So if you got a long, consistent run of the same coach and they're a good bowl team, let's take Mike Gundy, for instance, mm. Oklahoma State, been a very good bowl team, 5-1 and one straight up in ATS their last six bowl games. you got uh, an interesting matchup in the pinstripe bowl with uh, Minnesota and Syracuse, both teams, pretty good bowl teams of late. So uh, keep these things in mind as you look at it. On the other hand, you might want to look at a Kansas. Yeah, sure, they've been a great bowl team, but they haven't been in a bowl game for a while. You got Lance Leopold as a, as a new coach for that program in his first bowl game with the team. All important factors. Yeah, I think you bring up a great point. For me, there's a couple of guys. Jimbo's not in a bowl game. That's the only time he seems to win consistently, 8-2 and two bowl <laughs> record in his career. But I'm going to tell you guys, one to keep an eye out for is Kyle Whittingham. Back in the Rose Bowl, unfinished business for the Utes. Great Pac-12 championship win, dominant against the Trojans in the second half. Lose the nail-biter against Ohio State last year. Now you got another marquee name in Penn State who's going to be without um, Joey Porter Jr. in that secondary. I think this is a great opportunity for the Utes to just culminate the last two seasons of great football for them. And I love the way Whittingham has performed in bowl games. And you look at him, 11-4 and overall in terms of his record. Mm. So for me, I, I think Steve brings up a very, very good point um, in terms of the bowl record. By the way, that's why I need Urban Meyer to come back. Nobody was better than Urban, 12-3. <laughs> well, <laughs> Absolutely. Well, he was very worried about covering spreads, too. Always a winner. I mean, that touchdown he put in against Oregon in the national championship game could have kneeled down. And, and, you know, the only time Chris Fowler's ever actually had a good call in his life, he goes, Ohio State dots the eye on the national championship. But, but Steve, that's to the point, right, to some of these good and bad trends with with some coaches that are going to certainly make this a little bit more valuable, if you will, uh, for your betting dollar because they do put an emphasis on winning these games and maybe they are trying to win them by by a certain number. When you look at the Louisville-Cincinnati game on Saturday, this one fascinate, fascinates me because you got one coach leaving to go to the other program, and we know Luke Fickle now is going to be going to Wisconsin. How in the world do you handicap a game like that where you've got an outgoing coach going to the other team, and then the other team's also lost their head coach? <laughs> to tell you the truth, I have no idea, Dave. What do you do with this one? Maybe Amal knows. I, I, I think it's I think it's I, tough. But I will tell you this. I think Cincinnati's going to be motivated. Uh in terms, I'm sorry, Louisville is going to be motivated. Okay. You know, because Satterfield's going to Cincinnati here. I, I'm telling you, I think they'll be ready to play. So the kids want to stick it to their former coach. Well, absolutely. And I think it's a terrible hire by Cincinnati. And I've been proven right on a lot of these coaching hires that I've said that have been bad. I said Willie Taggart to Florida State was bad. Jimbo mm. to Texas A&M was going to eventually be bad. We'll see what happens down the line with some of these other ones. But uh, for me, I think it's going to be a key one. Let's talk about uh, one that you're familiar with, bowl games uh, in a team. I'm going to tell you my all-time second favorite bowl bet in the history of bowl games, and Steve will remember this one, Auburn laying 10-and-a-half against Barry in his final bowl oh, game with wow. Brian Calhoun and company. Before you looked up, it was 14 nothing Bucky Badger. It was over, Steve. <laughs> that was the uh, Barry Alvarez sub-in game? Or? Yes. 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 Fantastic bowl memories of that one. Uh, 
it was. That, that was never in doubt. But Steve, nope. are, are there any other? That was the last second field goal, if I recall, wasn't it? Yeah, because Auburn did come back to make that a ball game, but still, Wisconsin yeah. wins the game outright. Exactly. Right? Steve, are there any other uh, trends that you saw, maybe on the negative side? Because you mentioned some of the positive ones there, uh, certainly from Mike Gunny at Oklahoma State. Are there any of the other side that maybe you want to avoid before you back some of these teams? Well, I mean, you, you got the teams like a uh, Memphis has been a, a pretty rough bowl team, and mm. they're a six. They're a six and six team this season. Now, is this the? If you look at a game like, is this the year they're going to blow or break their bowl skid? I mean, with their six and six program, seems like maybe a stretch there. You got USC, loser of five straight bowl games. Can Lincoln Riley turn that around in this first season? Probably the biggest bowl game they played in a while, a New Year's Six level game. So two very interesting stories there. So a uh, couple that uh, right now I would be have my eye on. I love where he's going there because, again, you're looking at, as Steve mentioned, a 6-6 six and six team in Memphis, and yeah. they're going to lay a touchdown against Utah State. You would think Utah State would be motivated to play this game. And, again, that's all there when you look at the, the college football, uh, the bowl guy that you guys have amassed here. That's the type of stuff we're looking for, right? We're looking for motivational angles, and certainly Steve's got the numbers to back up, the data to back up which teams historically have not done well, and some of those that are still being coached by the same guy. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right about that. I want to go to a game that I think a lot of people will probably look and say is USC motivated in the game against Tulane, but I'm going to tell you, Miller Moss, who's the quarterback for the Trojans, Mm -hmm. I really like this kid. I think he's going to be very good. He's going to sit one more year behind Caleb Williams, but in two years, in 2024, when he plays, he's going to be an absolute dude. I love his accuracy. I know Tulane will be up for the game, guys, because they're getting to play the Trojans, Yeah, but USC still got an immense amount of talent, and I think with Lincoln Riley being a first-year guy there, you want to come in and you want to have a good showing. You want to be able to show that, hey, Listen, I want to compete for a job next year if you're on that Trojan team. I don't know if that's a game you guys may have any interest in, but I love SC here. Yeah, I tell you what, Amal, you look at the history of some of these games where you got the group of five teams stepping into the New Year's Six Bowl. Typically, they give it their best shot. Yeah. But in the end, it's the strength and talent of the better team that makes it even. And particularly, look at a situation like this where you got a real tight line. And I agree with you in the Lincoln Riley aspect. Why there? He's going to want that team to finish, make this a big step forward yep. as to how where this program is going to go to. Steve's point is very well made because I think it'll catapult them in the preseason ranking next year with Williams back. The way the offense in this team performed, two losses both to Utah. This team's going to open preseason top five. Could be you know maybe even three or four. Steve, we only have about forty five seconds to go, but I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about the Packers in prime time on Monday Night Football against the Rams, and they're laying seven up there in Green Bay. First of all, shouldn't they have flexed this game out? And second of all, are they going to be motivated to play this game and play out the string in Green Bay? Well, they don't flex the Monday night games, unfortunately. <laughs> but but uh, I tell you what, it, it's been real tough laying point, big points on Monday night. I got something about that in my NFL article for the week. You, you never want to lay more than seven on Monday night. The teams win, but they don't cover. There it is, and that's why you got to read what Steve has each and every week here. Uh, Steve, appreciate it as always, my friend. Uh, follow him on Twitter as I do, at Steve Mackin. Back, we'll update the World Cup and more. Come on back, these some big bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Fall sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boost. Whether you're a soccer, football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. Bet Rivers is calling all soccer fans to head to betrivers.com. Check out the World Cup Daily Bet and Get. It is a whole new game. And oh my goodness, we almost had a whole new match in the World Cup. One of the best uh, bicycle kicks I've ever seen by Morocco. Yeah. And somehow, the goalkeeper for France is equal to the task and keeps this 1-0 France. But my goodness them all, that was a great opportunity for Morocco in the last minute. An incredible effort. Uh, the ball comes out on a corner and a great uh, piece from the left side of Lloris. And then uh, the header goes a little bit astray. Just inside the box, they try a bicycle kick. And Hugo Lloris is equal to the task, makes a great right-handed save. And uh, Morocco with an opportunity here as we get into stoppage time, three minutes of stoppage time, still 1-0 right now, the French leading. But it feels like Morocco's knocking on that door, and they've got some C4 ready to let it come through. (laughs) Yeah, they are really trying to get this equalizer. We talked about it a little bit in the break here. We thought maybe that early goal from France tightened up their defense a little bit, but Morocco uh, really making their push right now. Another great save here for France. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Mr. Tottenham Hotspur, Hugo Lloris, is playing like the old days and playing like he was in 2018. I mean, he looks great so far today. He's done a great job. Uh, Stymie's another corner kick opportunity here for Morocco. But if the final five minutes of the first half, the second half is anything like it, you're not going to want to miss it. So would you say now, just from what we've seen the last couple minutes here from Morocco, that they've gotten their footing? Yeah. And now, because I asked you, since that goal, Yeah. You said maybe 60-40 France for the advantages, but finally Morocco's had some real scoring opportunities here. No question about it, but Kelly saw an opportunity that we were watching Olivier Giroud on a ball that Mbappe took a shot, ball bounces back out, and it comes into Giroud, and he's kind of got his back turned. He turns around probably about 90 degrees and just didn't get it on target. Really, a player of his caliber, he would tell you he should have scored. The goalie was out of position. It would have easily been 2-0, and it would have been on to Sunday for the French. Wow. And by the way, that brings us to our – I don't know if the numbers have changed here. We're not to intermission yet, uh, but we're getting closer and closer with three minutes to stop this time here. But I wonder with Morocco's increased level of play here if maybe those numbers are being adjusted accordingly. Yeah, this is uh, what we're looking at right now. On the three-way line, France minus 700. Morocco 20 to 1, draw plus 650. If you go just to advance, France minus 1,800. Mm. Morocco plus 850. Uh, the total right now, uh, two and a half under two and a half minus 150. So back to where it was kind of before the match began. Yeah, absolutely right. And I think, uh, you know, you're seeing an opportunity for this team here. Another set piece coming wow. up. They, they may have an opportunity to get this one here. So. It should be interesting. Yeah, Morocco's uh, certainly knocking on the door. So maybe the, the, that plus 650, I think, Kelly, you said for uh, what, uh, at least going into. Uh, to advance. So that uh, would oh, be. To advance. Yeah, that would be. They got to get through extra time and then penalty gotcha. kicks if it goes that way. All right. So uh, we'll see if we can get this thing to. Uh, looks like we are not to halftime yet, but we're in that stoppage time, getting closer and closer here. I'm going to tell you, Morocco's going to need to have a great goal because Lloris looks like he's completely on his game, just punches out another corner kick, gets above everybody, and just absolutely nails it outside. Um, <laughs> it, nice flop opportunity there. Was that, I, I didn't see it. Was I, that a flop? Yeah, okay. it was a flop. Felt like a, either okay. a drag down the defender on top of me. Hey, look, look, he, there's got to be a free kick. No, it looks that, like the wide receiver that had the corner a little too close to him on the back. Like, oh, no. Just, just, just grab him. Just grab a hold of him. Hopefully you get a call. But they did not should, get that call here. We should be going to break right now. We should be just about yep. reaching intermission. By the way, that brings us to our uh, pro tip for hour number one with the World Cup final. Consider an overbet. On total bookings, if one team looks to get out on the break, you're going to see some hard tackles that could end that quickly, i.e., I'd rather take a penalty than give up a goal. 
if there is ne- not necessarily a tomorrow for some of these teams going forward. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in that situation, you know that second goal, or I'm sorry, the third goal that Croatia gave up, to me, they should have just taken down Messi. Right. Oh, and, you know, you just live to fight to see another day. You take a yellow card in that spot, and you worry about the result afterwards. But yeah, once absolutely. You get- we spotted that yesterday. I thought that was obvious. There's, it's not like this is the NBA. You don't got new ta- uh, any new take foul or anything like that no. instituted. You know, the other thing is um, the NBA, they do it where you have a clear path. But in college basketball yesterday, I saw a play, um, and I was like, you know what? They should have a, a play-on situation. Mm. They, they call the foul. I don't, I don't remember exactly what the call was, but a team gets the basketball, and they throw it up, and the guy had a layup the other way, and the, the offensive foul was called, so now it negates that run out for an easy two points. Mm. And, but again, that's the point here, and certainly it, once you get to the finals where there is no tomorrow, mm-hmm. you're going to take the penalty. You take the penalty instead yeah. of giving up the, the opportunity for the easier goal. So uh, look for that there if you want to go for over in the bookings uh, come World Cup final time this weekend. That was our pro tip for hour number one. We do up to 20 of those a day, 10 shows here across the VEASAN spectrum. And as a VEASAN pro subscriber, you have access to all of them. You can sort them out by show and or by sport when you go to VEASAN. So we have reached intermission there. Still 1-0 France. We'll uh, let you know how the second half starts to play out once they get back on the pitch. Let's get back to college basketball tonight. Now, a relatively interesting matchup here in the Pac-12 against the Big Ten. It's still hard for me to say Big Ten when you're talking about Maryland because they always still feel like an ACC school to me. And they do kind of play a different style of ball than the Big Ten is accustomed to. And I wonder if that's more advantageous to UCLA or will be a disadvantage when they match up tonight. What do you make of Maryland so far this year? Because I think they've been an early season surprise, 20th in the country, laying just a point and a half against the 16th-ranked UCLA Bruins. Yeah, I know a lot of people are high on Maryland. I'm not as high on them as other people are. Hmm. I thought they had a good win against Illinois, but that was a home game. That was a game that the Illini could have won, but the Terps were really effective from beyond the perimeter in that one. You look at their schedule so far, good quality win against the Hurricanes. I think Miami's a solid squad in the ACC, probably somewhere between fourth and sixth for the Canes in that league. Um, But other than that, you know, they lost at Wisconsin, no surprise. They lose against Tennessee, no no shame in that. Uh, But to me, I think UCLA is the better team if we're on a neutral site. Mm -hmm. But this being a road game, I think it's going to be a challenge. I'll tell you one thing, though. Mick Cronin's team's going to defend. Both teams very balanced offensively. You've got four double-digit scores on both sides. Jameer Young leading the way right now for uh, the Terps, averaging 15.5 points a game. Dante Scott at 14. Akeem Hart and Julian Reese both in double digits on the flip side. UCLA also in double digits. And I think where their advantage is, Jaime Hawkins, Jalen Clark, and Tiger Campbell, all experienced guys playing on the road won't be a problem. Amari Bailey's off to a good start so far this year. But to me, Clark... He, he reminds me of a Russell Westbrook. Mm. He's got the ability, long defender, really good, can get to the basket, can do a variety of different things. Um, but I think Clark, from a defensive standpoint, is better at this stage than uh, Russell was when he was at UCLA. I, this is not my kind of play to take a road team in the spot, but I got to look towards the Bruins here. I think the inconsistency from the perimeter for Maryland can be a bit of a factor, but at home, Teams generally tend to play better, and that's one thing to consider in this one. This would be if the Bruins are trailing at any point, you're getting plus six and a half, seven and a half, eight and a half in game. Hop on it. Oh, it's an auto play. What, wow. Uh, what, team, what team's Clark on? UCLA? Yeah, Jalen Clark. I'll have to watch, I'll have to watch this guy. Uh, oh, he's yeah. got a scout for the next level, Dave. Absolutely, Absolutely. right. But, but you, but, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I, I love this because you have at a conference, right, yeah. a true home game for Maryland here. Uh, against you know a big boy coming all the way from the West Coast to the East Coast. And I think a lot of people, their inclination is going to be to jump on the Terps, yeah. right, because, because of those factors. I don't know, I'm just laying a point and a half. But I think you just gave out uh, really good advice, which is if Maryland hops out early and you do get that in-play scenario, hop on that thing with UCLA because at the end, that experience is going to show against the younger Maryland Terrapins. You know, I haven't decided if I'm going to play this game yet or not before it starts. If I am, it's going to be UCLA. Um, mm. You know, normally I love these short home favorites, particularly in conference play. But I, I think the Terps are good. And this would be another packed house like we saw against oh, the yeah. Illini. This is going to be a big-time game. You've got the premier program in the history of college basketball coming to your venue. All due respect to Kentucky. I know they've won, <laughs> but UCLA is still the gold standard of college basketball. Uh, this should be a fun one. I think that's an important note, too. On When we talk live betting, uh, you know, a little bit of ball just that. I mean, look, I do a lot in the NBA, and I think it's the only sport where you could – you could theoretically make cases to jump in live on either side. 100%. But it, it is it is one of those still even most of the time when I go into an NBA game or an NBA night, I'm all it's it's I've got a few teams circled and Correct. it's if they fall back, 
I'm jumping in on this side and this side only. I'm not really thinking about the other side often. I think what Amal just said about UCLA applies a lot right now tonight in that college game. You know, Kelly made a great point. There was uh, one game last night I took in a second-half play and then on a money line play was Murray State. They're playing Chicago State. They're down 15 at the break. I took them second-half minus 9.5. And then they were down 9 with about 9 minutes to go. They were 4-1. to one. I said, okay, I'm going to take them. They're going to win this game. They end up wow. winning by 1. But I'm mad because, to your point, I love UW initially in terms of when they fell behind. At halftime, a friend of mine texted me. He goes, hey, should we make the play here? And I said, no, I'm going to stay away from this one. And, of course, Washington ends up winning the game by seven or so. And I, and I was mad for passing that one up. But Kelly's right. I think there's some great opportunities. You find some games in college. In the NBA, though, perfect example. I, I don't know if there will be an ever a better example of a game than last night's Lakers-Celtics game. Oh, man. Taking the Lakers plus the points, taking the Seas plus the points, mm-hmm. and just sitting back going – Hell, I don't care. As long as you guys finish the game, there's not a water leak at Staples. Yeah, the, the <laughs> only one I would ask you about that, maybe we'll have to continue this conversation a little bit, but I, I, for my live betting in the NBA ball, it's usually usually I don't start it till we get into the second quarter. Same and here. Usually there's a cutoff point, kind of late third quarter. So I don't know if I would have been considering those bets last night. Dave, let's pick up on that when let's we come back it. because that's a great point he made about the second quarter. All right, we'll continue that conversation for the live bettors out there, certainly in college and the NBA. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on these and these sports betting network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.